0: Here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV.
2: Welcome into another edition of Hand Raise Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Neil McCready. That's Chase Parham. You probably know that by now. Welcome into uh, the show. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. It's... Uh, Winter time approaching. I guess the first day of officially of winter is December the 21st, so Thursday. Wow. So if you haven't had your heating element checked out, aren't ready to go, now would be a great time to do that. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, those areas, get in touch with Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in DeSoto County, Hernando, Memphis, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. I should tell you also that Comer and Southern are sponsoring our coverage of Ole Miss's appearance in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl on December the 30th. I'll be in Atlanta December the 26th through uh, the game, courtesy of our friends at Comer and Southern. This will be a Friday Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase, what's going on at the Oxford Exxon?
3: Uh, there's still stuff going on. We got bowl season coming up this weekend, kicking off so many games. Uh, over the weekend, I think six in one day. Get all the all the bowls you like. Nah, that's a lie. They get a lot of bad bowls, but nonetheless, you might need some alcohol to get through them. You're just trying to watch all the football. The beer cave at the Oxford Exxon. let them help you out. Heading, get all the alcohol that they have on site there. Again, hopefully, you took advantage of some of those lunch specials this week. Five sixty nine, two sides, bread, any size, fountain drink. For uh, for those, I talked to Ben on the podcast this week. Neil said we could probably you know get your your name back up on the board with something. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. I said you know we, we we we've been away from the Neil's chicken and dressing for a while, but he said we probably could. He was thinking because of your love of for bananas, we yeah. could put your name on the banana pudding that they have available for the dessert there at the Oxford Exxon.
2: Yeah, that's that's that would not Neil's be, nanner pudding not be fitting, but. Hey, whatever. I'm in the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Let uh, Corey know what Ford product you're interested in. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. You get your quote. And uh, the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. Or you can do what I've done. Would recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662 662- 257 1900. We'll take calls on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to campbellclinicoxford.com we call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins, always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. By the time you guys hear this, it will be old news, but we're on, uh, we're on commitment watch here in the next hour or so. Kawan Lacey, the four-star running back, rivals 250 running back from Lancaster, Texas, set to make his announcement um, between Ole Miss, Alabama, and Missouri. I've got a story prepared. Adam Gorney, the National Recruiting Director for Rivals, I believe has a story prepared as well. So in the event that it's Ole Miss, we'll have, uh, we'll have coverage for you. Wall-to-wall coverage. And in the event that it's not Ole Miss, well, I'll say, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> I sure thought it was. <laughs> I'll delete that. And you'll never see it.
3: Telling you the best coffee table book of all time would be stories that never got published. The, oh. what,
2: what might have been coffee table book. If you kept them. I should have kept them and just and just laid them out. Going, hey, this would be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rich Rodriguez, Alabama coach. That would have been. That would have been. That's neat. the cover. That's the cover story. Yeah, that's yeah.
3: the that, that that's the cover of this thing. Rich yeah.
2: Rodriguez would have been the cover story. A big picture of Rich Rodriguez down in Jacksonville accepting a Gator Bowl bid as the head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers.
3: I see with our. Um youtube the admin part of the youtube stream that we have some new toys to play with you know in in the past when you ban somebody it was just permanent you've kicked them off the island never to be seen again yeah now they're telling me that we can do uh 24 hours a week or uh some other links of the band so you're not just you're not completely thrown off the off the
2: ship when uh when you're banned right now i've never banned anybody from youtube you have and they just has it not been more pleasant ever it has been so okay I honestly didn't know it was
3: forever when I did it. I kind of did it and went, oh, whoops. Like it, it was kind of like, hey, don't hit the button, and you hit the button and went, oh, well, all right. That's what that, that's what that is. So um couple of things. We we didn't get around to the schedule uh coming out. It came out at six o'clock last night. Neil and I were on the phone when it came out and about 30 minutes later we went, Oh yeah, I'll be damned. The schedule's out. Kind of forgot about the TV show that was going on. We didn't hit that, and then um, one bit of news that has come out today since we uh, talked this morning and spent our hour on the NCAA backing off there from a court situation with the multi-year transfers and them being eligible, they did what they always do, which is find a way to uh, screw it up. They have done that by now in a uh, press release that they put out in a and a fashion, Um They've released a a Q&A press release thing from their website. It's got their letterhead on it, the whole thing. There are two questions that I think apply to any situation that we would care about right now. And that is that, one, they are... And this is the part that actually kind of pisses me off. This is the part that I hate worse than the other. Okay. Is... They're pausing all waiver requests, I mean, waiver rulings during this two-week period. Why? So they literally are just taking two weeks off and not going to confirm or deny any of the damn waivers. Why? I don't know. I didn't ask NCAA Emily, but that's what she said. It's She's not Emily in- anymore. She's doing something else. Well, whoever replaced
2: her is an idiot.
3: If an institution has a legislative relief waiver pending... During the 14-day TRO, will the waiver continue to be reviewed and processed by the NCAA staff or NCAA Division One Committee for Legislative Relief? Answer, all four-year undergraduate transfer waivers requesting relief of bylaw whatever will be paused until at least the December 27th hearing. Please do not cancel or withdraw your case from request, self-request, report online, whatever. And the one that everybody is up in arms about today and – as they should be. Question number four. Does the season of competition legislation apply if a student athlete competes during the 14-day TRO? Yes, the 14-day TRO only enjoined by law 14551 and does not change the season of competition legislation. So if Brandon Murray were to play and the NCAA wins, he loses the year of eligibility off three basketball games.
2: All right, let me ask a question. Yeah, If he only played three games, that would be less than 10% of the season. I Wouldn't don't know he still the basket, be eligible I, for a red shirt? I thought with basketball you were
3: out once you played. I, okay.
2: I could be wrong.
3: Okay. That's not a sport that I'm aware of that well. But I, I do not believe he would be eligible to, to maintain the season if he played for two weeks.
2: So the odds are overwhelming he will not play Saturday against California. It's my guess. Yeah.
3: I mean, unless you just think, hey, by the time next year gets here, the incident boy ain't got any freaking teeth, and okay, fine. I might not whatever. exist. Exactly. You yeah. might just go, you know, fine, whatever. We'll, we'll gamble on the courts to win this one. Because look, the UNLV kid played last night, and they beat Creighton. He played? Yeah. But see, yesterday, the understanding was I, that I, 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 I hate them so much. They sought clarification today, and they went, well, no, no, no. We're not going to put you on probation if you play, but – yeah, if you play in those two games, your season you, it
2: counts. They suck. My anticipation is that the ruling is going to be upheld. But would you play Ronnie Murray? I don't know. <laughs> I'd talk to Brandon and find out what he wanted to do. If he wanted to play, I'd Because
3: play. unlike Cissé, I think Murray, was like even if he's ineligible all year, was going to hang around and play next year.
2: Yeah. So... An attorney sent me this, if I can find it. I don't know that I can. Yeah, maybe I can. He says, I'll give you one legal tidbit on the NCAA thing. One of the elements to get the preliminary injunction is that you have to show that you have a likelihood of success at trial. So it's very rare that if it is granted, you get a different permanent ruling.
3: Because they are ruling by saying, we're going to go ahead and put this in place because we think you're going to win.
2: Correct. Look at you.
4: Yeah,
3: I was a I was a political science pre law major for a year.
2: Could have gone pre. Could have gone Harvard Law. Probably not. But never took the LSAT.
3: Um, it's th- the th- waiver th- one that is driving me insane. Like, I, I, part of me, as much as I hate them, kind of goes, "Okay, I, I kind of get it. All right. We're just gonna take two weeks off." Hey, we got beat in court, so because the waivers might not matter, we're just going to stop the process.
2: Was well, that them admitting that they're going to lose?
3: Maybe, but don't admit it out loud.
2: Now oh, we're working on it. See, I kind of thought they admitted it out loud last night that they were going to lose.
3: Because now, if, say, Brandon Murray, say the incident wins, but Brandon Murray ends up being eligible by waiver, well, all you did was take two and a half weeks off now. You just cost the kid half. It's <laughs> so stupid.
2: Hey, caller. Welcome to the show.
5: Hey, Neil. How hey, y'all? This is Rodney.
2: We know Rodney. What's you up, doing? Rodney? How are you?
6: Well, I got another bone to pick with both of you. Uh, earlier this week, I heard uh, y'all talking about that movie, Rudy
2: we've pissed I'm, off I'm, I'm, hold, on, hold on hold on let me stop let me stop you for a second i, I need to that th- might have been the worst we've pissed anybody I need to, off i need to, to talk date. about this so i walked two things have happened to me in the last forty twenty four 24 hours regarding this movie so hang on rodney we're gonna get to you hold on i walked okay. in okay. I, I walked into my gym and ryan the guy who manages my gym was like what'd you say about rudy seriously yeah and i was like what and he goes yeah a bunch of people were in here pissed off about what you said about rudy and i was like whatever and then today my son came in and he uh one of his friends dads had said to him that he'd heard the podcast and that Rudy was his favorite movie not and even the, sports movie but favorite, favorite movie and that he didn't like the rocky movies and he was really upset with our take so go ahead rodney pile on beat up go ahead take your take your gloves off and throw some punches man
6: well, I will say this. I do like the Rocky movies. I actually love them. But I will go, well, I'm not so dogmatic on the Rudy movies. I can take it or leave it. But I will go along with y'all on this, but y'all definitely had to go along with me on this movie that I'm about to bring up. Because I can't stand this movie I'm about to bring up. I hate it with a passion. The blind side. I, I think it made Ole Miss and... uh uh michael uh orr looked looked bad to me the way they, the way the, the way they portrayed him in that movie is awful to me
5: what I all do you hate about movie.
6: it <laughs> just the way they portrayed orr is that a bad like when he was, oh my god I hate that movie I always hated that
3: movie.
6: I do like Sondra Bullock in that movie I think she's unreal I think she's a I great think she actress.
3: won the best actress. <laughs> Oscar for that movie right? I
6: mean I gotta give her I'm not, I'm not knocking her but the way they portrayed Orr in there my god you gotta be pretty you gotta be have some sense to play offensive line and the way they portrayed him is like he didn't have no sense at all to me they did and I don't know I just I never had a it the way they portrayed him in that movie uh, maybe I'm just being too paranoid. For what's, taking up for a box.
3: What's your favorite sports movie, Rodney?
6: My favorite one is uh, probably. Now I know y'all probably won't like his, but I like Hoosiers myself.
3: It's okay. Uh, I don't hate it as much as I do. Rudy and Field of Dreams.
6: I, I don't care for Field of Dreams, but I'm not big on baseball, That so I, could, I really don't care about that. But I, I like Hoosiers, but, and Rudy's
2: okay. Field of Dreams is stupid because it's like ghosts coming back and playing baseball. It's just idiotic. Spoilers. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hoosiers is at least sort of based on a true story.
3: Yeah, Hoosiers is okay. Hoosiers, Hoosiers is, is okay. It's all right. They
2: take some literary leaps, but that's all right.
6: Yeah, and uh, but that, that's—I mean, I just—I don't know. The blind side has always bothered me, but I do have a football question before I get out sure. here. Um, now I don't keep up with recruiting. I—I'm—I'm I'm in my mid-forties now. I used to try to too, and think about it. nowadays, no way. I just want to tell me when they start. And when this bowl game's over, and then I'm done till next season. But I have kept up with it a little bit since we're just so, just coming off the end of the season. Look like we're bringing a lot back, and might be having some good pieces coming in. But how in the world is Missouri pulling in some of these players? They got some good NIL up there, like that.
2: Yeah, uh, Missouri and Ole Miss. Are so similar right now in terms of the way that they're structuring their programs that it's incredible. I mean, it's, it's, uh, oh. they're both pulling in a lot of right directions. They're, they're literally, they're, they're, there's not much difference between the two programs right now. They're, they're very, very similar.
6: And don't get me wrong, I'm not hating Old Missouri. I'm proud of them. No, uh, oh, their NIL,
2: their NIL number and Ole Miss's NIL number, uh, are incredibly similar they recruit the portal in very similar ways they have had success recruiting high schoolers the way that they're doing it um man i mean there's just not a hell of a lot of difference between missouri and Ole miss right now i mean the color that they wear that's about it i mean literally in terms of structure and how they do things it's um it's 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 incredible how similar it is
6: Y'all care if I ask you one more question? No,
2: we're we're here for you, Rodney. We can turn this into the Rodney Show if you uh, want to.
6: Oh, I don't want to do that. there be some <laughs> other people trying to call. Uh, but anyway, I got one more, and y'all might not know the answers. But is, is, is Judkins coming back and Perkins? Do we know if we got them boys coming? Those I've those heard no issue back? with Perkins we
2: whatsoever. Do. Yeah, I've heard nothing about Perkins, okay. and and my anticipation is that Judkins will come back. Um, I, I suspect that will get addressed publicly here fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look in the event that he didn't, I, I think they have some. I think they have some backup plans they would go to, but I've not heard. I've not heard anyone that I would deem credible to indicate that that Quinchon's not going to be at Ole Miss next season. Well, that.
6: Well, that's all I was wanting to talk to y'all about tonight, so uh, I'll probably just say talk to y'all later after the bowl game sometime.
2: Sounds good. Merry Christmas to you and yours, Rodney.
6: Merry Christmas, fellas.
2: Yes, Draft Day
3: is the most unrealistic sports movie in history, even beyond Field of Dreams. It's horrible. No, I, I like a ton of sports movies, and I like some sports movies that are dumb. It doesn't have to be some critical affair. I mean, Caddyshack's hilarious. Um, I like Days of Thunder. We like For Love of the Game, for God's sake. I love For Love of the Game. I don't like it. I've watched it 407 Slapshot's times. Shot's a great sports movie. Bull Durham. Bull Durham's awesome. I like The Bad News Bears, the original. Yeah. Oh, it's of a course. Good, great sports movie. Who wouldn't? My bad movie that I really like is The Program, the football movie. It's awful, but I just like it. It's okay.
2: I like Major League. Yeah. But, man, we upset some people with this Rudy thing. I mean, we've we've created problems for – I've created problems for someone in my life. Hey, welcome to the show. Who who do we have?
7: Hey, Neil. This is uh, Candler. Hey, what's up? I'm currently sitting outside Yankee Stadium. Trying to cross over the George Washington Bridge to was get back s- to Rhode Island. I was so. going to
2: say they don't play tonight.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they don't. They don't. Uh, but I don't know if you've ever had the the privilege of trying to drive through New York.
2: I have city
7: I- in the Bronx, but uh, it's yeah, it's it's the most miserable thing. It's awful. I have dri- I, I have so driven
2: much. I have driven exactly where you're talking about, right by Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, and it is uh, it is not a that is not fun. So if there were no traffic, how long is your drive? No.
7: Um. Well, today I'm just coming from Virginia, so if there's no traffic, it's nine hours. If I was going all the way back to Georgia, it's sixteen. Yeah.
3: Sure. Of course. But
7: uh, yeah. Yeah, but we, uh, I got a German Shepherd that, uh, needs to be home for Christmas and we have a basketball game two days before Christmas and then a basketball game three days after Christmas. And so I have to fly home. So my loving father met me in Virginia to pass off my dog, uh, because all those people that started bringing snakes and ostriches on the planes ruined, ruined it for the rest of us that, at animals that could fly on planes with no problem so that's a lot
3: <laughs> but you still would be eligible to fly them. it's just that you don't know what else is on the plane what's the what's the main issue with that because i mean i understand what you mean about uh, service animals you're right but what's the what's the the acute issue yeah i had
7: a yeah uh but i when I lived in Arizona, I kind of threw my ethics and morals out the window and got listed as an emotional support animal, so that I could fly with them because I'm not going to put them under the plane. Yeah, sure. And like, I'm, yeah, yeah I've seen Homeward Bound, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's yeah, I'm like no, nope. but. Yeah, we, he he used to fly. They, they would upgrade me to first class so that he would have his like own row to himself, and it was great. But yeah, now we have now I have to logistically figure out how to get my uh, parents' uh, favorite grandchild slash child home because they love the dog more than me. Uh, that's like a hundred percent. So if they had to pick one to be home for Christmas, they'd pick him. And I have Kinsler shows up great. So if you had an emotional a, support pony, he could go into sco- uh
3: NFL ga- games and stadiums. Really, a pony? Yeah, they allow dogs and ponies Ooh, as emotional really? support uh, animals. That's correct.
7: Ooh. Hey, that's that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, uh, Chase, uh, when y'all when y'all inevitably make that book uh, with all of the stories that. Went went to the graveyard and never got seen. Uh, I got something else you can add to it. All right, my part of the sports world is all, right. uh, all of the creative stuff that never got to see the light of day. So the the conference the conference champion graphics or the national champion graphics are a great example. Would be uh you, you remember those hypno toad videos that TCU kept putting out? Yeah, whatever they won last year. You know, they had a incredible one lined up for that national championship that they had been working on for a week.
3: That's a good point. That
7: just got deleted. Never never saw the light of day. I've I put together some yeah. really, really good graphics and video stuff over the years, and then we can't follow through and never got to see the light of day. And it's really sad. There's a, There's a graveyard for creatives. But we, uh, I can, I can definitely resonate with all the stories that y'all put together. Uh,
2: I wish I'd kept them, but, but I did. Also say, I didn't uh, keep any of them.
7: I'm sure you could probably rewrite them. You know, no, they're, they're I, probably all, they're I, all fresh in your brain, right?
2: I could not rewrite them. The one that would be funny, actually, is all of the game stories that you wrote. Were you writing two game stories at one time mm-hmm. and you obviously go with the one that happened, but the one that didn't happen would, would be funny now.
7: Uh, oh, hundred percent. You know, uh, like different school, like the lot of updates for games, uh, baseball has been the worst one, but there's been like two or three times where I've got the final score graphic ready and it's docked. And then we, uh, we give up that two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth, and you go to with two outs, and you you accidentally click post instead of delete, and then everybody gets really confused really quickly. The so, that's the lonely life. But hey, and uh, kudos to Chase for uh, Chase is responsible for the whole. Uh, NCAA thing yesterday because on Tuesday you were wondering what y'all were going to talk about all day today.
3: That hadn't been a problem so, this week. I mean, we uh, we had a couple topics today. that still were in the can that, oh. that didn't come up. So you're right. It, I mean, look, it's kind of always something right now in college athletics. That's not really the that's not really the issue. Just give it forty eight hours and all hell will break loose in some way.
7: So. Oh, 100%. percent. We've got a player here that is that is easily. One of our better players that is currently sitting on the bench. So we all kind of raised an eyebrow when that news came out. Uh, it's a, uh, but it, I'm not I'm not in favor of it because I, I I agree with kind of what you are saying is that that kind of throws NCAA into complete and utter chaos that they'll never recover from. In my in my personal opinion, not my not my professional opinion that's endorsed
2: by anybody just my own personal opinion <laughs> but well, hey, um, we, we appreciate the call Have Neil, some, you ready okay. to go to atlanta uh yeah i mean i'm not ready right this moment but yeah i'll i'll, I'll be i'll be ready to go no, when, the, when the time comes i'm gonna enjoy uh, i'm gonna enjoy some time off and the well, holidays and then yeah I'll, I'll enjoy atlanta it's been i hadn't been to atlanta yeah. in a long time
7: it's a good time sorry to say the battery is going to be a little out of your out of your range. It's kind of on the opposite part of town, but uh, it'll be a good time. The last time we were in the Peach Bowl, I almost fought the TCU mascot, so um, so there was... We were getting skull drug on the field, and I was about to drag a toad skull across the locker room at halftime, so that was
2: fun. Well, hey, we appreciate the call. Have safe travels, and Merry Christmas to you.
7: Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you
2: Thanks.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Holidays are coming up, and whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays or uh, however you define it, you need to give to yourself. It's a great time to do that. So whether you're starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. It's not the same for everybody. It's not a magical time for uh, everybody involved, depending on what's going on in your life. So it's a great time to uh, try therapy again. Talk to people who uh, don't have preconceived notions. Not talking to family or friends that have their own emotions and thoughts that go into it. You could talk to somebody that's just there for you to help you through these processes. So if you're thinking to give therapy a try, BetterHelp is an option. Entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to be your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash MPW.
2: I'll get to some ads in a second. Macatex, right? All, he says all his OKC buddies are locked in on their arena vote today. Today's a big day for that. It's city. getting past, isn't it? I think so. Okay. But like, it has. You have people who are just fundamentally opposed to taxation Mm -hmm. who are going to vote against it. Yeah, sure. And like you, if you're Oklahoma City and you lose that team, you're never getting another team. Oh, you're done. Yeah. And if you don't pass a new arena, you're not, they're not going to be there long. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you need stocking stuff or ideas, something for the boss or secret Santa, Maybe you just want to treat your own feet. Take advantage of incredible savings with Dead Soxie's Holiday 2023 Sale. Head over to deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code Rebel Grove, score 33% off. Uh, stay Soxie from other people at Dead Soxie. Uh, we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support contact Whitney at Whitney at T M homes.com or 662 six, six, two, five, six, seven, two, five, seven, three. five seven three are you retiring soon? How long should you take social security? What accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income uh, plan. Andrew Segoe with Segoe wealth management specializes in, uh, helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer zoom from anywhere, Schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. Uh, If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call uh, Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a uh, Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid, that's Bid. That's B-I-D to name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And if you're searching for some Peach Bowl gear for uh, the holidays, looking for a uh, gift for the Ole Miss fan in your life, the College Corner um, can help you out. It's collegecornerstore.com, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Oxford. Again, all of the latest uh, latest Peach Bowl gear as uh, Ole Miss gets ready to play Penn State in Atlanta on December the 30th.
3: Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation in the close to the end of 2023. So you've been end donations for tax purposes. The foundation will walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're focused on estate planning, you can also call the foundation and discuss forever Ole Miss. For information, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. Remember, Peach Bowl tickets still on sale. You can get those at olemissticks.com.
2: Multiple people, yeah, yeah, dinging in.
3: Rodney had asked about Missouri when you and I were going over the schedules last night. Missouri and Ole Miss might have the two most friendly outside of just Bama and Georgia because they're
2: good schedules in the uh, in the SEC. Yeah. I mean, it was. I wouldn't. It mind. was hard
3: to find a lot of losses.
2: I wouldn't mind actually putting a hundred bucks on an Ole Miss Missouri SEC title game and see what my odds are, just in case something went a little. Yeah, wouldn't be crazy. I mean, you and I got Missouri. We had Missouri at eleven and one. And Ole Miss at basically ten and two just because we had, stuff we, happens. We had Ole Miss at ten and two losing at LSU, which I think is a very winnable game. Yeah. So I if, if you told me both Ole Miss and Missouri are in the SEC championship game next year, I'm not just floored. They're both got kind of have it going on. Hey caller, who do we have?
8: Yeah, hey, Mr. Russell.
2: Hey, Hi,
3: Russell. Russell. What's
8: up? Hey, man. Uh, I was just—I was want to talk about. You know, I talked about this morning. Talking about how the it's going to be the wild, wild west now with uh, two-time transfer and everything. It got me thinking. So, if it's if it's totally fine to transfer two times, so what makes it? What will now make it legal for there to be a portal window? Couldn't they just portal at any point? What makes that legal for them to allow that? Also,
2: there is a rule in place that if you start a season for one team, you can't play for another team. Now they can negate that rule at some point. So, but-
9: what, what?
8: Why would the school have rights to the player if it, that would make them an employee? Right. So they couldn't do trades because then they would tell the player where they have to go. Obviously that's probably Yeah, I mean happen. we're not at the point but, yet of making a
3: kid point. change his academic status to another school that may or may not have his major or his hours or his ability whatsoever. Or that I he mean,
2: doesn't desire to go to.
3: Yeah, I mean come on. Really? Real long yeah. way from that.
8: That's not gonna ha I agree. That's not gonna happen. So uh what again, what why couldn't they contest the portal window? Why couldn't a player leave after the third game? If
9: they want it. Well, is
8: I mean, I guess the point is cool? if, you,
3: if you had a rule that says you can't play for multiple teams in one year, I mean, there would be no reason to jump I mean, into the portal. You, you
2: can jump in the portal now after three weeks, but you just can't play. You can't go anywhere until the next window.
9: Well, why not?
2: Because those are the rules. Well,
8: why? But if the, if the NCAA has no teeth, can they? Why, why can they got, just contest that rule?
2: I mean, I guess somebody could contest that rule. They'd have to take it to court,
8: right? I mean, would the ju- you think the judge would rule in favor of, of the players or
3: the NCAA? I do think at some that, point it's just hey, how? Do, I mean, we have to avoid anarchy at some point. I mean, like I understand what you're saying. I'm not even really disagreeing, but I mean, no, I agree with you. I'm just going the slippery slope. It's very slippery now. Oh, I mean that's the that's the biggest thing. Is I mean, yeah, what you're looking up and saying is, hey, you're not actually even doing antitrust. You're doing, hey, the NCAA, you have no ability to create a rule because the NIL rules have already been superseded by right. state legislatures, so the rules don't count there exactly. either. Exactly.
8: So I'm just right. So there are there. You I mean, uh, know, if a player can transfer after, who's to say why does it have to be after a certain period of time? If they can, you know. So I, I just, I just think that this could could go a long way. I mean, really, there's no
2: end to it. I, oh, there's an end to it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the whole end to it. I guess oh, I don't. Yeah,
5: nothing.
3: Yeah, yeah. The hard argument with that would be how is the portal window posing a problem with you maximizing your ability? You know what I mean? Because you did choose that institution. Oh, I agree. So. And there's a window that's going to give you multiple opportunities prior to the next season. You're cool. Whatever you want to do, it's sweet.
8: I mean, could have, I mean clearly a player could say, "Well, yeah, I know, but the, the the argument in the court case uh, earnings potential because he was not allowed to play. Correct. I mean, what if you know so and so school calls Trey Harris after the third game? You go, you know what? If you came and played for us next week against Auburn. You could double your salary. I'm I mean, like, yeah, you know, I
9: could.
2: I, I, I my common sense meter is going off here, where a, a judge would probably rule that that was.
8: Not. I agree with that. I agree with you, Neil. I, mine is too. Mine is
2: too. I do. And, I and, and listen, but just, and, and but I'm I'm one of the it's people. Like but I'm one of the people that has always thought what happened yesterday was. Likely, I, I've always thought that the one-time transfer thing was very arbitrary. I mean, I always have. I've looked at it. I, I, I realize that it creates chaos and all those things. But I've always said, well, what's what's magical about one time as opposed to two times or four times? I mean, I've always said that. You, I, I, I mean, I mean, I've, I've I've been pretty consistent on this. That it, it's not that I think it's a good idea. I don't, but. The idea that a normal student, I mean, I'll use my daughter, right? Caroline. Let's say Caroline had started at, uh, at Arkansas and she went a year and she didn't like it. And she transferred to Ole Miss for a year and she didn't like it. Or she got through with the year and was like, you know what? I, I'm not, I need to be challenged more or something. And then she transferred to Stanford and she went to Stanford for a year and was like, oh, this is too hard, and then transferred to Utah. She could do that. I mean, she might lose some hours here and there, but she absolutely could do that. So the question is, why couldn't an athlete do that? Just because they can throw or kick or a ball or something, they can't do the same thing that Caroline can do academically? That's, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, they can. They're just not given ability to play football immediately. But They
3: can why? go wherever they want to go. Why?
2: I'm, I'm, why? Caroline could Caroline could play intramural soccer at all those places if she wanted to it's intramural they can too well right but why so why I and mean, that's what I'm asking I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it but every time I think about it I'm like well, why not I mean because it's inconvenient to coaches and, I, and listen, but, but I and I guess like this is complete
3: devil's advocate but that is so far that way to the same thing as when you go well okay there's still students the scholarship should be plenty for you why not just you get your scholarship and you get your free school? There'd be a lot of kids like Caroline that would love to have oh, every damn thing paid for. So would her dad. $70,000 in excessive stuff. Why do you need to get paid? We're giving you more than we're giving anybody else.
2: I'm with that, you. That's the same thing. Why, I get it. But why? I, I know. I mean, we, we so, open we opened this. Why did we open this whole Pandora's box? When did we do it? Answer me. When did we do it? Both of you answer me. When did we do it? Why did we do it? When did we do it? I know the answer, so go ahead. When did this all come about? I mean, Obanian kicked it off, but when did it
3: really get going? Oh, we went into the essentially the pandemic, but the the social of everybody is summer, getting what you can the get. The summer
2: yeah. of twenty twenty.
3: Yeah,
2: and here we are.
3: It
8: does sound. And everybody though, thinking about it moving every year. Everybody, I thought about that, like in college,
2: everybody gets, miserable. everybody gets I'm mad busy. at me for still pushing back about 2020, but here we are. I mean, yeah,
8: that's what it happened. That's <laughs> no question.
2: That's, that's, I mean, that's where we are. We, we are where we are because in 2020, everyone throughout our society overreacted to the same handful of things. And here we are. Actions have consequences.
8: Neil, you brought up this morning uh, about the, the Indiana player, and and I'm sure this is happening everywhere. The guys that test the market um, and Harder don't smooth. get what they want, then they go back. There is a finite amount of money. It's not like every player can leave and just go make more money somewhere else. Oh,
3: 100. No, they get trapped every year. 100.
2: percent Missouri, for example, I think it, I think Missouri's nil situation right now is about 15 million dollars. They have 15 million dollars to fund their roster. Not 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 fifteen point eight or sixteen point two fifteen so you have to make it work and if you're a program that has half of that you have to make it work it's it is it is a it's real money it's not monopoly money
8: so to manage your roster going forward say this 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 is the case and it's and it's unlimited transfer let's just say for the it's not one or two it's unlimited yeah so to manage your roster your players your coaches have
2: to identify probably 40 players or less. So so you just nailed it. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we go to unlimited transfers, what's going to happen, and this is going to upset a lot of people, is a ton of people are going to lose opportunity because these schools like Ole Miss, Alabama, Missouri, LSU, Florida, Ohio State, Michigan, they're not going to carry 85 scholarships anymore. They're going to carry about 60 guys.
8: Well, they and they're gonna have it's gonna be they're gonna have forty players that are say the A team, okay? Yeah, the, yeah. Those forty players, no, or whatever, gonna, whatever number it is, they're gonna run. They an, can't lose those.
2: They're gonna run an NFL roster. They're gonna get everything. Yes, they're gonna yes, they're gonna run everything. They're going to run an NFL roster. They're going to give. They're exactly. gonna they're gonna take that fifteen million, and instead of spreading it over eighty guys, they're gonna spread it over fifty guys. And they're not even the, going to, and the rest of the practice squad. And, and the school is not going to fund those other scholarships. They're going to save money that way. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> now, when you I got to break that, off to I do that because you're taking see, like, opportunities away to change that eighty-five. You got to break off. It's coming. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with breaking off. Go ahead. Yeah. But, I
8: mean, there's every team? There's every Does Ole Miss have eighty-five scholarship players today?
2: close i mean somewhere it always fluctuates it, around it, but yeah near sure. it yeah sure 82 83 whatever
8: i just think you identify during the season we can't let these 35 or 40 players leave period we coddle them we do everything for them every, yeah. and the rest is the
2: practice squad yeah and, i mean if you if you're and if, if chase is right for example i'm just kind of thinking on the fly and you have to have 85 then you give the, the last 20 dudes that used to be walk-ons you just give them scholarships you don't give them a cent of nil you give them scholarships and they're essentially the, the practice squad.
8: That's the NFL practice squad. Yeah. They get to go, you know, they get their meals and stuff like that, but you know if they're hurt, you know, we got to really deal with these 40 guys first. And those other guys, yeah, I mean, I just think that's what's coming. and you have to do everything in your, po- in your power to keep them. And when a player over this is just a little better than the guy on the 40, that 40 guy that guy in that 40 goes to the practice squad and the new guy comes in. It's just, it's it's NFL. Um, But having to manage it yearly or even twice is, it seems very difficult. I think staffs are going to get even bigger than they are now. I mean,
2: I I don't think we're far away from a capologist and a general manager. But here's the question. But here's the question. And I've asked this question to people today. Even if that system comes into play, does that turn your fandom off? Be honest. Does that turn your fandom off?
3: No, but there's no, some structure no, to it. Not at all. In a way. There's like a there's a structure that just sort of happens organically because you are keeping those guys for multiple
2: years. Yeah. Maybe not contractually, but you are. Which is why the other side of this is like, see, it still works. And I'm kind of like, yeah, it kind of does. I mean, whatever. You know, I mean, I think the only
8: thing that well, not the only thing people can get disenfranchised by many things but the, the main thing that turns fans off is losing.
2: And 100% oh, that's when they, a million a million percent. I mean that a mi- I mean a million percent. I mean I mean Chase and I've talked about this the other night so I'll I'll share the conversation. Let's let's change a few plays in the old miss season, okay? Don't get mad at me. Let's let's change a few plays. Uh, oh, I get it. Instead of fourth and twenty, instead of at the twenty-five, they don't get LSU. Doesn't get a couple of uh, illegal procedures, and they score there, and they kick the extra point, and they win fifty-six fifty-five. Let's say for the, let's say Correct. for the let's say for the sake of this conversation that my theory that the LSU game was two games in one is true, and that you don't get the fourth and one, and that fourth and one. If you remember, that wasn't the best snap in the world. Let's say that the snap was bad. Quinshawn falls on the ball. Arkansas gets it at the Ole Miss 30. They drive down, score another touchdown. You lose to Arkansas. Okay? You're 3-3. and Now, let's have the Texas A&M kick at the end. Doesn't get blocked. He makes it. And they win in overtime. And they win in overtime. And then let's have... uh, That's even enough. Okay. Eight that's and enough. four. Eight and four. So you're eight and four, and right yeah, now Mill got Mercer.
8: B- no, that's five,
2: Mill. M- 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 that's five. That's okay. seven and five. Okay, that's seven and five. So if you're seven and five, and you're getting ready to go to the Music City Bowl instead of the Chick fil A Bowl, how much nil money is is is? I'm I'm asking. I'm not. This is not rhetorical. I'm asking. Yeah. How excited is I don't everybody? Know from the nil. St- how how much nil is out I there? Don't know from
9: the nil standpoint.
8: But if you remember last year, Neil, during the Auburn deal, there were people, and heck, I may have been one of them. Like, just let them go. I mean, people turn quick, and it's winning and losing. That's yeah, it. yeah. And so, I mean, you brought up Arkansas, and you brought them, you know, this morning. There's nobody at their games. No, um,
2: no. I was at I was at their I game mean, against it, Mississippi it, State. It was it was very flat.
8: That had nothing to do, in my opinion, about who was on their team. If Mm -hmm. all of 85 of those players had been there for 10 years, nobody would have been in their game. So they lost.
3: Yeah, it wouldn't have had 20,000 more people because Bumper Pool was playing.
8: No, they wouldn't have. Can I think about sure, that?
2: I, I don't know. Let me think a. about that. A.
8: Brown and DK Metcalf were homegrown Ole Miss players. How many people went to there? I think that helps. Yeah, but how many, had
2: it not been there, how many people would have been there? I don't know. I, I don't know but that I agree with that. Nobody right?
7: was there anyway.
2: Yeah, but no. Nobody there, was there anyway. There was more than nobody. There was more than nobody. Well, there was more than nobody, yeah. But,
8: but there it wasn't a hard ticket.
2: No, Wait. no, no, no. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm simply saying I don't know. I don't I I mean these are these conversations that Chase and I had this conversation this morning. These are these conversations that we have on the fly and I, I like to try to think about this and kind of let a thought marinate in my mind which is not live podcasting. I I don't know. I think I think when you have a team full of people that your fan base doesn't relate to and they essentially become Renegades. Yeah. If you win, they're cheer for the laundry. If you lose, they're like screw it. But if you have a team full of guys that have if you have a team full of guys that have played for the team, that have been there, that you feel like you know them, in tough times you almost rally harder yeah, around I, them.
3: I think I agree with you. I think the stadium is better.
2: The nil is not any better. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Go back to 2022, November of 2022. You mentioned Bumper Pool, and that's what created this thing in my mind. Bumper Pool played at Arkansas for 13 years. Yeah, Arkansas did not have a good season. They did not have a good season last year. But when Ole Miss came to town for senior senior night, everybody came. It was cold. They had a whole bunch of seniors, including a bunch of seniors that that fan base really liked, that they viewed had been through the wars with them, and y'all, that atmosphere was different. That's why when people have been like, oh, it was an inexcusable loss. I'm like, no, I don't buy it. Arkansas was really dialed in that night. Their fans were there early for senior night. Only because you had guys like Bumper Pool who'd been there since the Jefferson administration. I mean. They were 5-5 five and five at the time. They'd lost to Liberty. Uh-huh. And they were there. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a fine line. Look at Auburn last year. Yeah. At the end of Auburn season last year. Some, remember Auburn season last year? Auburn sucked. And they did the Carnell thing, and people rallied for those kids. They did. So I don't know that I totally buy that. I think you really roll the dice when you go full renegade. If you win, it's awesome. Because everybody loves winning. Winning solves all problems. But if you don't win, I, it's bad. Oh, it's bad.
8: I mean, A&M and South Carolina, I mean, those are the examples you look at. I mean, if you win during port, it's good for us right now because we've won. But like you're right, say we're seven and five, and we lose five six starters to the portal. That's what that's what would probably happen. That's what happened to South Carolina. That's what's happened to A and M. Hell, even Tennessee is losing starters. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, we yet yeah, knock on wood, we haven't lost starters.
2: Oklahoma,
8: knock on wood. Oklahoma is a yeah, blue,
2: Oklahoma. is a blue blood. They've lost their entire offensive line to the portal. Right? Did they really? Yeah, no, they went ten and two. I mean, they were. Uh, they went ten and two. I mean, I I I mean, I, I, I listen. I'm sure Missouri did this on the up and up, but there was some pre portaling going on with one of. And 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 it is what it is. I mean, I I'm not going to be the guy that casts. I mean, everybody's. Are people tampering with Quinshon Judkins? Of course. Did Ole Miss tamper with Poo Paul You bet. I mean, that, it, it's look at you. Whoa, Corey Thornton. UCF. I mean, you, these, guys, these guys, these guys, I did do the nickname. Yeah, people do the thing. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's what everybody does. I mean, do we, the landscape is totally what
5: do changed.
8: Neil, what do you make of the Oklahoma situation? I don't they know. It seems to be like the main, like, winning team that is losing players. It, I don't, is it offensive court? I mean, it's certainly not Levy leaving because they're not going to state. It doesn't appear, but like,
2: I don't that know. That one's really odd to me. I mean it's it's a weird it's a weird thing because you think of Oklahoma as this powerhouse and maybe they're not ready. From an in- I don't I don't know enough about them to really dive into what's happened there, but they've lost a lot of players in the portal.
8: That one's that one's like the main one in the country that really seems odd. Like you could see Florida and South Carolina A and M, but that, that one's that one's odd. Yeah. But it could certainly happen to us, like I've said. It could oh,
2: happen to us. It could happen. Six and six. It <laughs> could happen to anybody. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. knows? Hey, thank you for the call. Right, we guys, really appreciate thank it. Y'all. Merry Christmas. Yeah,
9: y'all yeah, have a good
5: night. See you, man. You
3: too. That's the last thing. You you lose just a couple more games, and that nil, and that and that in, that entertainment and that excitement falls off just a touch, and that makes such a big difference. I mean, it is sure. catastrophic what the fall is. Yeah off a couple plays yeah because no Ole miss and missouri i mean we mentioned it oh miss and missouri are two programs that are sitting here managing their roster pretty well right now in the early days of the portal and that's why when you go through and you do this dumb win-loss thing in december mid-december you go hey got a chance to keep it rolling it's yeah. if it ever falls off at all yeah getting it back's hell first gnm pharmacy tyson drugs and oxford and holly springs they have their high dose flu shots for anyone who wants that extra level of protection, including uh, patients over 65. Is what they recommend. T- clinics typically give the standard dose to all patients, but 65 and over can get a high dose flu shot from G and M. They also have their uh, the RSV vaccine. Who needs that protection? They give vaccines by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easily easy. So just give them a call to schedule 662-236-2222 for G and M in Oxford
2: or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. When you work with Argent Wealth's 401k advisory services team, you gain a valuable advisory team and time-saving resource that will help you develop and maintain a solid strategy for your retirement plan. They're committed to providing you with the personalized attention and involvement that you want and need Their goal is to help you manage your 401k plan properly and ultimately improve your employees' retirement readiness. Call Argent Wealth 401k advisory services team today. They can conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan, mention that you heard about Argent Wealth on the Oxford Exxon podcast, and receive 10% off of your first-year fees. We're brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Yeah, uh, Get in touch with John If you want a special trip that creates A lifetime of unique memories Just give him some parameters, give him a budget Let him give you some options and know this You don't have to live in or near Memphis To take advantage of his services 901-494-3387 Or send him an email edwards at net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant On the square, Opa, is the perfect place To plan your Christmas party Your fabulous uh, company dinner Your uh, festive party event now they have fabulous food great craft libations as well they can accommodate up to 200 guests at Opa. so get in touch with Jeannie at um, opa at or at rafters food and on the square 601-421-7147 and we're brought to you by service specialist staffing and recruiting agency connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967 if your company is looking to hire quality hard to find talent service specialists can help uh, keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent, and if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, you've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com, and get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hinderker devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com.
3: Pocket brought to you by East Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, we your world-class broadband. That's any spark.com. 662 662-238-3159, phone service, pro controls, network security, and much more because we have the best internet in Lafayette County. That's
2: 662-238-3159. Who do we have? Hey,
5: hey, guys, it's Robin.
0: Hey, Robin, what's up? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
10: Support your journey to wellness at B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
5: Not much. How are y'all doing? Good. Neil, uh, how'd Carson and them do this week? I know they had a big
2: game. Uh, they lost two to nothing in Hernando on. Uh, what was not Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. And they play Horn Lake here in about an hour and a half.
5: Okay, I got you. Now is he starting this year? Or?
2: Yeah, he started as a sophomore. He's he's uh, he's a. This is his second year as a starter.
5: Oh wow, awesome! Um, yeah, well, he's. I'm he's gonna a, see y'all next Saturday at the Coast Coliseum, right?
2: Uh no. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh no. Uh if you'd like Come to co- on, guys. if you'd like to cover that for us, uh, we, we can we can make this up with the work. No. Um no I'm not I'm
5: taking my mom and my dad, it's just gonna be a big old rebel girl party on the coast.
2: yeah i do not I d I don't I don't think that's gonna go over particularly well in my house driving to Biloxi on the twenty third. I don't I don't question them for Oh, the day before Christmas? No. I mean, yeah, and and that was, feels problematic. I'm just gotta, I'm gotta, gonna, I'm just gonna tell the truth. Yeah, just nope, nope. That's 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 not gonna happen.
5: You know, I bought those tickets super early, thinking it was gonna be a packed house, and I actually checked Ticketmaster the other day, and I think they've maybe sold a thousand tickets. Like, I mean, I'm taking my mom and I my dad. They haven't been to an Ole Miss basket. I don't think my mom ever has. My dad has been in probably God thirty or forty years. So I was like, "We're gonna get good seats." And then I looked. I was like, "Shit! I could have waited. <laughs> I could have waited." Just, I don't think it's gonna be a big crowd. No, they're
3: just getting out of Oxford. There's I just no reason to do a bunch of games that time of year. So it doesn't really. It doesn't even really matter.
5: Yeah, well, yeah, the day before Christmas Eve is that's that's not good timing. That's not good time. Random question. Um I noticed this today on Twitter. I did so Patrick Willis is apparently I think he made the semifinalist list for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't know how many years in a row he's I mean, I'm sure he's made it a bunch of years in a row now. Does he get in?
3: Did he get in or will he get in?
5: Will he get in? He's not in there yet.
3: <sighs> Probably. You know, some of his, I mean, he obviously, I mean, at his position even in college. I don't know how much, I have no clue. I don't know anything about the College Wall Hall of Fame. I have no clue what team wins matter, and he played on three bad teams, and he was a freshman that didn't really play on the Cotton Bowl team. No, I'm talking about the pro football. Oh, I thought you meant college. Sorry, my fault. in the college one. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think he gets in. I mean, I know he's got a short – I know he has a short career. I get all that, but I think that, especially as time goes on, they're not going to penalize guys for that as much when they're elite during their prime, and they're fairly smart about protecting their bodies and getting out.
5: See, that's kind of my point, because I feel like, you know, in today's environment, the I don't know if it's media or just the NFL, they not reward, but they wouldn't hold that against certain players. You know, that now that we know, you know, about CTE and just all the injury stuff with football, I feel like maybe if guys retire too early, they'd get penalized for it. If that makes sense. I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting he's not in. Apparently, he's been up for it a few years in a row now. Um, Which, hot take, um, his story is more inspirational than Michael Orr's. I don't know if y'all ever watched the E60. Did did y'all even watch E60? I don't even know if it's a thing now. But back in the day, it was like their documentary show they do once a week.
3: Uh I, I remember this happening but I don't recall anything from it to be honest.
5: Yeah, they they did a they did a feature on him and I had no idea that he grew up in a very poverty-stricken home in like Tennessee and one of his basketball coaches basically adopted him and he actually it's he's pretty crazy story i think he had a sibling pass away like right before he was drafted um and he ended up being i mean at one point he was the best linebacker in football for a few years i mean was it was it him that knocked the shit out of reggie bush in that divisional game chase or was it someone else
3: (laughs) i don't remember i i I have blacked that game out from everything except for vernon davis yeah um yeah i i i've told this i watched that game around tons of old miss people who were just wearing willis jerseys because he played for them it was a oh, very no. miserable three hours uh it, it it was one of the worst Dude. It, it was one of the worst periods of like my sports fandom I've ever had just surrounded not, by okay, sidewalk just, 49ers fans oh
5: uh, jesus um the next year was the sean Payton suspension year right
3: was that the next year? Was the next? Yeah, I guess so. Because that would have been the year had they won. The Giants would have come to the Dome for the NFC title game.
5: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we blew out New York in the Dome. They, you did yeah, on Monday yeah, Night Football. So, yeah. I was
3: there. Yeah, that is that is correct. They they had yeah. beaten the Giants really bad in New Orleans earlier I in the season. I watched
5: the Saints game for two seasons. I mean, I was in high school and then in college, and I don't think I watched. I think I just completely glossed over the 2012 season for sure. 2013, I think we made the playoffs, so I probably tuned in. But, eh, yeah. Um, oh, I saw – you'll love this, Chase. I looked up a uh, mock draft for uh, 2024. A couple people have the Saints taking Jaden Daniels in the first.
3: Oh, really? Well, they yeah. better find some damn body. It can't um, be Derek Carnegie next year.
5: I don't no, care what they're, they're paying. They're just going to have to bite the bullet.
3: Yeah, you
2: just yeah, have to, you just just have to make it have work. have to
5: bite the bullet. Yeah, but... All right, guys.
9: Thanks for taking the call. There
2: thanks, Thanks. Is there some buzz out there about
3: Kawan Lacey to... Uh, Steve Wolfong has said it's Missouri. Oh. Or Crystal Balled him or whatever the hell they're calling it. Oh. That's significant.
2: I mean, he's, That's not nothing. He's a pretty good
3: guy. What I would was, think... I mean where we struggle in a live show because I can't do much about it there's only so much that but yeah that's not a good uh, it's not a good sign
2: no that would be a uh, a significant blow in fact he's a guy that I think Ole Miss felt like I I shouldn't do this in past tense Ole Miss feels like I'm, I'm told as of this hour it will be a quote shot to the staff end quote and I just talked to someone, uh, texted someone close to the Missouri program who said, quote, Mizzou thought it was Ole Miss an hour ago.
3: Okay. When is this going on? It's like now, right? Six o'clock. Hey,
2: guys. Hey, who, what's up?
1: Uh, this is the punter 87. I thought I'd call, and since I live in Charleston, West Virginia, and I'm a litigator, and I practiced in front of Judge Bailey. I oh. a trial in front of him last year. I thought I'd give some color. On the judge.
2: Fire away. Yeah, fire away.
1: So uh, he is a cowboy. He's a a really smart dude. Uh, Ivy League educated. But he's a West Virginian through and through. Like when you go to trial with him, he eats at the restaurant next to the Wheeling Courthouse every day. His wife comes and he sits there. And he has a holster. He has a gun (laughs) holster in his button-down shirt. Uh and if you ever go back in chambers with them, it's it's sitting there kinda in he in but he's very thoughtful and he's very thorough. Uh, and he's very decisive in how he rules. So I am not shocked in the least. I have not studied the briefing um in detail on what the NCAA's case was or what Waycom Battle's case was. But him granting a DRO against the NCAA does not shock me in the least. And if I'm a betting man, I do not like the NCAA's chances. December twenty seventh.
2: So that was my question. They
1: got the TRO.
2: That was my question. Tell me, take me through what happens in this next hearing, December twenty seventh. What does that What does that look like?
1: So you know, they did a pretty formal TRO hearing. You know, typically a TRO, it's temporary. So federal court, fourteen days. In state court maybe 10 days you can even get those ex parte which means you don't have to have the other party involved you just kind of go and you get it and it restrains the party from doing it well there was notice in this one and they actually put on some witnesses so to, to get the relief there was evidence put on now the preliminary injunction phase probably will be more evidence but going to be a little duplicative of what was already presented and so, you know, from Wade all and I'll talk from WVU's perspective in the case because that's the team I would know. Uh, I mean, they've they've put on that evidence of his of his hardship, of his prejudice, of their likelihood of success already. It's not going to be that hard for the judge to say, "Hey, I'm going to grant that," and then the case will proceed on a permanent injunction. Now, the case likely on a permanent injunction that might take a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, but if he grants the preliminary injunction, I mean, for that, for that period of time, these kids are going to have transfer rights, at least the kids subject to this case. And it sounds like the NCA is kind of pivoting and saying, well, if it affects these kids in this case, we're going to apply it to everybody. Makes sense.
3: Yeah. I think the reason they're doing that is all these attorneys general are making all these claims and stuff toward it. So like, they're going to find, they're going to end up in the same place either way. Well, especially once that precedent gets set, I would assume. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're going to have a, a a decision from a federal court judge in the Northern District of West Virginia, and he's been on the bench since like 1970s. So a pretty well-respected judge, and it's very easy to follow one judge once he's made that ruling. Uh, it's going to be harder to to come back at the judge, and you know, it's, the ncaa has got got a tough case. Not very, they're not very likable. Uh, I know the counsel that is representing them in the case, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to mark it against them when they uh, try to get clients and then say, "Hey, weren't you against WVU in the in the yeah. battle case?" But uh, you know, it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tougher to hoe. Now, you know, just because they grant the preliminary injunction doesn't mean it will be a permanent injunction. Doesn't mean that the parties can't come to some agreement outside of the scope and magnitude of this case. But there'll be blood in the water, if that's granted, on December 27th. And I'd like to look at the briefing a little more, but, you know, so it would not shock me in the least if it got granted.
3: So you're saying that, obviously, this temporary, this TRO put it in context, that so they're probably going to upheld the same way. But, I mean, I, mean I, I know you don't know exact percentages, but just quantifying it, how often is a judgment reversed after a TRO is granted?
1: it would depend on how you got the TRL. Okay. So if you got it ex parte and there wasn't a hearing and there wasn't evidence, you know, very likely could get, could get flipped on a whim with a preliminary injunction hearing. Cause a preliminary injunction hearing is a full bent hearing. You put on your witnesses, you put on evidence. It's unusual that you would do that at a TRL, uh, except in exceptional circumstances, kind of like this case. So, you know, because that's already been done somewhat, and they had the hearing already. I mean, I I, I would put it at a at a way better than fifty percent chance. I mean, I probably put it up at like eighty percent. It's court; anything can change. But what
3: all what all I happened mean, at the TRO I would,
0: hearing?
1: I, I would play Bra- I would play Brandon Murray because I I think it would get upheld. Um, they put on I mean, they put on some of their cases. They put on I know they put on a couple of the athletes talking about their second transfer and kind of why they did it. And, I mean, you got a lot of subjectivity with the NCAA because they granted some of these waivers. You know, like Musa Fise, for instance, they granted that waiver on appeal. And, like, for Wacom Battle, I know he says he, he left, and he um, I think he's of Native American descent, and he had some issues with his other universities, but his was denied. And so you have those subjective decisions, and like, why is his denied, but then Musa Sisse is, is granted? And you get into a lot of arbitrariness, and that's kind of where the NCA kind of gets undone.
3: Which is where they were going to be the entire time. It was always going to be this arbitrary thing when it was, "Hey, it's not allowed except for this," and it was such a subjective way to look at it. There was no way around that. I agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, you really, you really got to deny it for everyone, and then. It is what it is, but I agree with Neil. It's, it's, you're not, they're not employees, and every student can transfer. So it, it begs to reason that anybody can transfer at any time. Now, maybe transcripts will change or, 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 or something's going to change in the system, but it's going to head that way pretty fast.
3: And just clarifying this, is, uh, as you've explained this well, and, and I'm more because I'm an idiot, there is a chance of some sort of settlement where they meet in the middle?
1: Yeah, I mean okay. the you know the Ohio AG, the West Virginia AG. I mean they they're protecting their interests. They don't. I mean Patrick Morrissey doesn't care about whether Brittany Murray can play at Ole Miss, right? <laughs> so I guess if they said, "Hey, we on battle. We're going to let him be eligible. We'll let this other person be eligible. There could be some deal that would be met that could stave off this case, but." Let's be real. If that happens, right, I don't know who the AG of Mississippi is now. It used to be Jim Hood when I was down there in law school. But they'll file their own case. And you're still going to have the hearing transcripts and the evidence that was put on in the uh, Ohio versus NCAA case. And so, yeah, maybe you staved it off for a little bit, but you're still going to have another federal judge looking at it. That has some bit of a roadmap of what's happening. And it's going to be tough to overcome your facts.
3: Yeah. Uh, Lynn Fitch is the Mississippi Attorney General now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah, it really been a is.
1: minute since I've, I've been down there. I, I started, I was in the nut years. So I got two good years of football and then I got a really terrible year of football and then a god awful <laughs> year when I started in West Virginia at two and ten. So when we're ten and two, I always remember we were two and ten and it, it makes the peach ball very sweet for me. Sure. Uh, but I, I rarely get to chime in being a West Virginia uh attorney and uh you know, Judge Bailey's a good judge and uh you know that was not a favorable venue for, for West Virginia, but had they I think the first judge was uh Judge Clee. He was a huge mountaineer. I mean, I think he sits on the court side of the basketball games. So, not shocking he would recuse himself from the proceedings.
3: Does a judge want that case? Like, do they lobby for that in any way?
1: So they don't lobby. They they get assigned. Okay. Uh, This was by Ohio. So I'm not. If there may have been a conflict that led it from Ohio to West Virginia, and there's, there's multiple cases. Inter- intertwined into it because it's Ohio, West Virginia. I think there's a couple others, but but Judge Bailey doesn't shy away from uh, from cases, and and he doesn't shy away from decisions. I mean, he is a very decisive judge. We, you get some judges that don't rule, uh, that are kind of analysis by paralysis. They're they're almost terrified of reversal, so they don't make decisions. He is not that. He will decide. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, you're going to get a ruling on December 27th. He, he got a rule. Uh, I guarantee de- in de- that. So um, we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, it would, it won't shock me if that's ultimately granted. And, you know, for at least a year, uh, you're going to have – you can transfer.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. I mean, yeah, we were talking what, this morning. From a, from a time standpoint, you would think it's at least a calendar year.
1: At, at least. So I don't know that you'll get the crazy roster upturnals that you guys are talking about because I think generally kids that are happy and like their situation will just be content doing that. Kind of like with work. I mean, if you like your job, you're not always job hunting constantly. But you're going to get some, you know, some more upheaval. And then I think with this market, what we've seen a little bit with some of these guys is they think they're worth a lot, and they're not worth as much as they think. And I think you'll see more of that going forward. And I think as this system plays out and teams are good, I, I agree, look, Ole Miss has a lot of NIL because we're winning right now. If we were seven and six or seven and five, we wouldn't have that. Um and you're gonna have teams that that lose that are discouraged and, and they'll will be less players in the market space for lack of a better word. And so it it's it's new and so there's a lot of uncertainty but i think as this plays out maybe down the line five years it will be a little more certain just like it was under the old model where you had people obviously paying for these players under the table
2: hey really appreciate the call this great stuff thank you
1: no worries guys keep up the good work
2: all right thanks
3: style assembly uh on the square women's boutique offering clothes shoes purses jewelry art and more Huge selection of Gooder sunglasses for men and women. They just launched their new online store. That's ShopStyleAssembly.com. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. Exclusive discount code RG15 on the website. Between now and the end of the year, but 15% off your purchase. Take care of some Christmas shopping with them. They're a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective and a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. That's ShopStyleAssembly.com. Or stop by the store at 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate, the owner, and she will help you out.
2: Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You have nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at, andy at myperfectfranchise or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to competing in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home, or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662 662- Six four four, four two nine seven. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five bedroom cottages, each with individual leases, because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. So uh, get in touch with them and uh, pick your favorite floor plan. Reserve it today at CollegetownOxford.com. Uh, text their VIP list today to become the first to know when they're uh, leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. And I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you as a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss. Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Seriously, call and ask Art how 612-805-5929 or email art at arthur.hayes, H-A-Y-S, at lakesmn.com. A uh, lot of momentum towards uh, Missouri on Kewan Lacy right now. All yeah. the momentum. I things. just I just talked to someone uh, around Missouri who said they think they flipped him, but they don't know, and they also don't know how to un- to watch the announcement. As of six, whatever this is, he had not told Missouri he was going there. Oh really? Yeah.
3: It, I would assume Will Fong has some information Believing that he's been flipped And everyone followed Will Fong at that S- point
2: Sam Spiegelman has, has tweeted Has said the same He's flipped his Projection to, uh, yeah. to Missouri <phone rings> Hey who do we have Hello? What's
4: up guys
2: it's Austin Hey Austin what's up
4: Oh not much I don't have a lot to say guys. I just kind of wanted to ask y'all one quick question and get out of here. I just kind of wanted a little bit of a palate cleanser. So taking all the shine away from recruiting, I just got to ask, what do you guys do for Christmas? Like, what are you guys got planned? What I'm I'm curious, just what do y'all usually
5: do?
3: Uh, we we'll have immediate family at my house and food wise. It's for, the, for a while now it's been beef tenderloin for Christmas. Uh, I don't, I don't want to do the Thanksgiving thing again. Um, so it's always like when I was growing up, my dad's family would always do ste- steak and shrimp. And now it's turned into kind of a Chateaubriand kind of that kind of side item. It's sort of been, it, it's turned into a beef tenderloin dinner deal with, uh, with some results. I mean, dessert side items, that kind of thing. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll have one in Amory still. My grandmother is still there on my dad's side, and uh, you know, I don't know. Just make sure Christmas is good for the seven year old as possible. Um, we uh, kind of in peak age for uh, for that right now.
4: Love it. What about you, Neil?
2: Um, we don't really have a set thing that we do. We Food wise we do beef tenderloin uh every year for Christmas because I, I'm the same way as Chase. I don't want to repeat Thanksgiving and do a turkey and dressing and all that stuff because it's fine, but I'd rather do something different. Um uh my brothers are coming up this year, uh one's staying till the twenty third, one staying till the twenty sixth. Um we do Christmas Eve at my parents' house and then we do uh we do Christmas at our house. Um I've been doing this Missouri thing for the last thirty minutes. I'm not exactly sure what the, uh, everything we we. I mean, we're just. I don't know. We just. We don't really have a set tradition. We just kind of. That's kind of what we do.
3: Any gifts on Christmas Eve, or do you wait for the morning? For uh, we used
2: to do one gift on Christmas Eve and everything on Christmas morning, but now we just do Christmas morning.
3: Did they get to pick it, or did you pick it for them?
2: Uh, on we, the eve, we picked it for them. Okay, but now. Now we don't do anything until later. Jimmy the elf, our elf, my friend yes. that lives at yeah, the North yeah, yeah, Pole. Yeah. Uh, he he usually when the when the kids were little, he would come like uh like I don't know the nineteenth or twentieth, and and but now that the kids are older, he'll just come like on the twenty second or twenty third. Oh, so he still exists. He still comes. He makes his trip.
3: You were way ahead of the elf on the shelf kind of deal. I was like, way you, ahead. I you,
2: you you had it very expanded even before that became a thing. I'd be rich today if I'd tried to turn Jimmy into a money maker. But it oh. was just kind of our thing. And so the kids like it. I write a I write a letter. Jimmy let me rephrase. Jimmy writes a letter every year that uh when it was a little the letter was a little more serious. Now the letter is a little more funny. A little tongue in cheek now. A lot tongue in cheek now. So um we have some fun with that. And, then we usually go for a, we go for a family dinner to uh, our favorite local establishment. We're going to St. Leo's on the twenty third, um, and then yeah, that's that's, it's just I don't know, kind of family stuff. What about you?
4: Oh, just me and the family are going to get together at my grandmother's house in Pontotoc. Going to going to take my girlfriend for the first time. Get her oh. here to meet most of the family. Oh. Gonna have gonna have a pretty good time. I know I know everybody's pretty excited for it, but uh, really just kind of keep it low key, kind of like you guys said. Uh, I'll be honest with you. When y'all both said beef tenderloin, I just kind of got hungry. So I I don't know. I just I just was curious what y'all were doing, and you know I just I know you guys have been hard on it, and I just want to let y'all know that love you guys, and I hope you guys have just a really good Christmas.
3: I appreciate y'all. I Earned it. How uh, how long have you been with a girlfriend before this is the first time to meet oh, the family? Oh, I'm
4: sorry, my bad.
3: No, I'm just curious. How long have you been uh, with a girlfriend?
4: We've been we've been together. Uh, we've been together now for about three months. She's met my immediate family, but not like my family family. About three and a half, four months.
3: That's the big one. That's the more stressful one. Is hey, everybody getting involved?
4: I'm i I'm just gonna. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm going into it knowing what it is. So I'm okay with it.
3: Hope that goes well.
4: But seriously, oh, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. But seriously,
3: guys, have a good one. Thank you very much. It is Missouri for uh, Kewan Lacey.
2: Yes, Kewan Lacey has committed to Missouri. I just posted on rebelgrove.com that he's done it. That's a shock. That is a literal shift in the last 60 minutes. Yeah. And you. someone said they paid him. I'm like, well, of course they had paid him. <laughs> Everybody pays. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's no longer an insult. That's not no, the that's
2: thing not. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's just a new world. It's also, you and I talk about this, what's true at 5 o'clock isn't no. always true at 6 o'clock. It's why the prediction people, God bless them. Oh, the prediction people. I I, I just don't want to go there because you, you'll get killed. Hey, who do we have? Uh, Will. Hey, Will, what's up?
7: Uh, just driving from Westchester back to Philly. Uh, it's been a couple bad weeks after I thought we served you crow, but it's been a bad couple weeks. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the Florida guy? When's he announcing?
2: You talking about princely Uma, Uman, Malin? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I have no idea when anybody's announcing anything.
3: They keep saying it's imminent, and it at some there? point
2: when it's not imminent, you do at least
3: wonder. But as of earlier today, everything seems still fine. Yeah. I mean, but as we just saw, but was, as
2: you just saw, I mean, Keywan Lacey was Ole Miss until he wasn't. So I, I, I mean, he'll either announce it or he won't. He go right? Missouri, yes. Oh,
7: darn it! Uh, <laughs> and then what about Juice Wells? Is he going back to South Carolina?
2: It's possible. Um, he's got to. He's got to decide how stuck he is. When so his- do I have- on his price tag.
7: When do they have to decide by?
2: Um, I mean, drop the drop ad date of the sp- spring semester.
7: There should be a date, just like pro sports, where okay, it ends on this date. You can't, you can't string it along nonstop.
2: I mean, but the, it's got to, yeah. But they can. I mean, he, he he's got to be wherever he goes. He's got to be in class. Uh, in time to enroll for the spring semester, and that's pr- pretty much your you know you you want to be in on the first day, but technically you can join on the last day to drop and, and add classes. Week. Yeah.
7: So it's like the twenty fifth for Ole Miss, and, and when South Carolina go back, like same time. So I can't. This could go into the new year.
2: Oh, it will definitely go into the new year. I can't. I can't. uh I can't tell you when South Carolina's... I can't tell you about South Carolina's academic calendar. I don't know.
7: They don't have to sign the same day as the kids that from high school.
2: No. No, they don't sign anything. There's nothing to sign. They just enroll. They transfer. They don't sign a letter of intent. Well,
7: no, but they have to sign the contract, don't they?
2: I mean, yeah. You
7: can sign that until drop day? Well,
2: yeah, you can sign a contract with the collective, but that's not binding. At, at Other, it's not binding with the NCAA or whatever. Oh. or the school for the or, or the school for that matter. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a it's binding with the collective, and that's never it.
7: Mind. So we can sign with the school and then say no, never mind. I'm going to go here. Sure.
2: Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this needs to get fit I mean, I I know of. And I'll be careful how I do this. It's about to be less fixed. <laughs> uh, Gabe Diorman just sent me the funniest text. Um, the Rivals Network, man. Um, or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, I know of a kid who signed with a collective and that school was no longer taking the kid. Oh. Yeah. huh?
7: Oh. So how can you do that?
2: By doing it, there, there look there are no rules.
7: Well, there need to be rules. Well, yes. this but,
2: is like right, but but to do the rules, you have to collectively bargain the rules, and there is no union because they're not employees. It's it, it it it's it's why you hear. But well,
7: where's the smart person in the room? Why can't the NCAA be smart?
2: Oh, that's 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 a, a, that's a- that ship sailed a long time ago. You're not getting that ship back. That's that's well, over. that's over. I mean, you're 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 talking about now whether the schools have the wherewithal to break away and form a coalition and and set rules that everyone will agree to. And there's a lot that's 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 a loaded assignment.
7: So what's going to happen in five years?
2: Well, what's sh- going to happen in five months? Shit, if I knew that,
7: fucking go. Uh, that's not good. Was that a uh, so red
3: light, or was that a, 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 an on-ramp?
7: That was a red light. Okay. I was sat there for two seconds.
3: <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's the deal. They're not doing anything to harm players right now, so players can do pretty much whenever they want, and nothing's binding. I mean, the collectives can say can do a contract where, hey, you make this while you play for said school. But there's nothing that makes them play for said school or enroll at said school.
7: So they can just steal the money. Well, no,
3: when you stop paying them once they stop doing whatever it is they're doing. But, yeah, I mean, look, take Chris Marshall, for example. He never played in the game, but he still got money from the Grove Collective.
7: But it stopped once he got kicked off the team, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, well, that makes sense then. I was thinking he, he was still getting paid.
3: No, no, no. You stop it once once they're gone.
7: And there's so less upfront like
3: money bro now, bro. at least through the normal way, or through the, the, the new ways, than there would have been okay. in the past.
7: Okay. And then one more thing. Were you all hinting at Jets and Dart going to Southern Cow today on the podcast? No. Y'all kept bringing up Southern Cal a lot in his name.
2: No. No, no. I, no, I was just speaking in total hypotheticals. I expect Jackson Dart to be the oldest quarterback next season. Yeah, I do
3: too.
7: Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a good show to watch. It's called Manifest.
3: I started it, and then I kind of quit toward the end of the first season. I never picked it back up.
7: It's bad, the second season, but the fourth season's pretty good, and then the finale is just like... I gotta get through four, four seasons, though? Like, no, you don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. You can start, like, fourth season, episode... Oh.
3: Yeah, I, the concept just, was really neat, and to, then it kind of got kind of out there, and I went, yeah, no, nah, not for me. And I stopped.
7: Well, acting was horrible. The whole acting was just awful. Yeah. And they're from New York, too, so, I mean, worst city in America. They were probably Mets fans. But anyway, all right, well, y'all have a good Christmas.
3: You too. Thanks. Or
7: Hanukkah or whatever.
2: Rivals uh, sent Ole Miss graphics and Alabama graphics. No Missouri graphics. The really? other the other networks had graphics ready. Rivals not so much. Doing a real good job. Rivals, we'll get them here soon. It's fine. <clears throat> it
3: was supposed to be Ole Miss. It was till hour ago. All right, last call. By the way, we mentioned this last night. Hello. Or go hang, ahead.
2: Hang, hang, hang on one second. Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say you know, I mentioned all the good schedules. Mm -hmm. it's at least worth mentioning on the podcast, even though it's been everywhere, Florida's final games prior to Ole Miss and whatever the hell that might look like at the end of next season. Uh, Florida closing next year with uh, Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State. (laughs) A final five there for the uh, Gators. Woo, boy. Have fun. As someone said, they have to get off to a 3 and one start to even have a chance, and that includes games against Miami and Texas A&M. In those first uh first few. So Good luck. Yeah. Hey, hey Grime, what's up, man?
9: Um, nothing much, man. I was just running through that. I was just giving Billy a moment of silence, man. RIP to that to that tenure. That's what it sounded like to me. Good yeah, gracious.
3: Feels like, feels like the oh, end. Ooh, that won't be ooh, ooh, at all ooh, problematic on our ooh, message board sometime I late mean, fall next I year.
9: Mean, it- did Billy Napier used to date the chick that make the SEC schedules or something? And after over in the past, what happened, bro? <laughs> like, their,
3: schedule. their schedule. I mean, seriously, on a, on a year where they've got to be better, or he's in deep trouble. <laughs> Miami, Samford, whatever, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, but in Starkville, Central Florida, Tennessee, <laughs> Kentucky, Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. So they can't lose two games of Miami. Texas a Mississippi State, UCF, Tennessee, and Kentucky.
9: That's – I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. I'm – like, what Neil Neil used to – I'm not going to say – like, I've always kind of revered the Florida job. And maybe that was because, you know, when I was like 10, 11, you know, they had Tebow and all that stuff. But, man, if – if the next guy after Napier don't do it then maybe I have to start changing, you know, my view on Florida.
2: Maybe look, look, we got we, you, you got to it. just- you got to go ahead and do something. You got to go ahead and do something. What? Uh-huh. Anything that existed before 2020, you can revere it all you want to. It's cool. It's history. It's no longer relevant. Peace, Peace out to it. It's no longer relevant. You can do whatever you want to do with 2020. You can you can if if your team did great and you want to claim it, awesome. If your team did shitty and you want to claim that, great. We live in a new era. It's three years old. We're about to go into the fourth year. The fourth year is a somewhat of a new, new era, but we live in a new era. And the people that think a place is gonna win because it once won, that's not an excuse. That that's not it anymore. It's totally different world. And that's hard for people. I, I get it, but I'm telling you, I am 100%. It's going to take a minute,
9: man. It's, it's going to take a minute. I'm like, 100% right
2: on this. I'm 100% right yeah. on this. Because because you won in the 70s and 80s and 90s, It just it's awesome. You have those trophies, keep them. But it doesn't mean you'll win now. And because you <laughs> lost in the 80s and 90s, it doesn't mean you'll lose now. It's a new world. So, well,
3: gonna give you a second and grind talk about whatever you want to talk about. I know these people exist, but this is my favorite tweet here. I've got Chuck Dunlap's grid schedule up for the SEC, explaining all the games and stuff next week. He gets a thing from an actual journalist, some dude who covers news in St. Louis. His response to Chuck Dunlap: What about times and TV? It is December of 2023, yeah. and he's asking for times and TV channels for games next fall. They just—he's it, 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 meatloaf oh my guy. God. Here's the schedule. What's the
2: TV channel? <laughs> those people what exist. What time is it? Those people. exist. I don't understand. I've Why told, do you not have it all?
3: I've told you for the longest time those people exist. Um, I also can't get Mississippi State to six wins. I tried really hard multiple times today, and I, I, I'm, I'm giving them a couple wins that I'm not sure they're getting, and I still can't get them to six. So year one probably not enough, looking good were, for Joe. They
9: were kind of, they were kind of hyped when they were uh, when they saw their schedule oddly enough. I you know. They, well, they're they counting see, you know, wins they, they over see. Arizona State and Tempe and to Toledo. All and and all I'm telling
3: you, those are not all. automatic wins.
9: No, that Toledo game ain't automatic. Well, I'm not, you know what? I, I'm going to show them some respect. I'm, they got an SEC patch on their jersey, so I'm going to say they should beat Toledo. But hey, you know, I've seen a, a team with SEC patch get their ass with Have you really? Mexico Lately? State,
2: yeah. So. <laughs>
3: So, I, I tell you, I if you want to look for a game that Billy Napier absolutely has to win, that thing is what is the exact date? That is September the twenty first, week four in Starkville. Ooh. That is a big game for those two teams. Early. What?
9: Why does that? Why is that the game? That feels like his Ron Zook game. That's. Now look, man. That game feels like where Florida coaches go to die for whatever. He
3: reason. could be one and That's two here. headed to Starkville after losses to Miami and Texas A and M.
9: My problem, if I'm with Billy Napier, I, know, I mean, if I'm Billy Napier, I know UCF is in the Big Twelve. But why do you have to acknowledge them and play them? I I wouldn't do that. Would y'all? Would y'all? Would you guys? Acknowledge no, I would not play UCF. Yeah, that's what I'm
3: saying. I'm Why? already what playing Florida State. I'm playing as many bad teams the rest of the time as I can play. Forget that. No, 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 no. Cuz I don't play Miami exactly. either. What They're are you doing? There's hey, man, a they, world they, they where they go 1 team and team 3 team in the non-conference. <sighs> um, are
9: we are we overreacting? Is this going to be like some year where, you know, Florida turns it around and you know, he goes like nine and three somehow.
2: Can you no. get
9: nine and three on that
2: schedule? Florida,
3: no. <laughs> Graham Mertz and their just lack of knowing how to win, and they didn't do anything to teach themselves how to win. You know what I mean? Because Missouri was beat. Yeah, they played with Florida State. They were okay, they early. Were. They they they
9: had the game won. They yeah. they, they should have made it easier for the committee.
3: Yeah, they just they they don't know how to win, and the only way to do that is to win, and they, there's nothing there to that shows that that's going to happen. True, true, and they're going to get portal gutted. What I'm gonna ask
9: y'all, and I think that I think the I think sign they ain't going to be too favorable for them either. I think that class that's highly ranked. I think it's I think it's going to get poached, just in my opinion. So, well, I'm trying to see how I, how how should I set this up? Well. Before I get to Hugh Freeze, I'm gonna ask y'all this: If you had to rank Jeff Levy, Billy Napier, Drinkwitz, Shane Beamer as head coaches, I know Jeff Levy has yet to be a head coach, but as what you think of them, or where where you think Jeff Levy will fall in line in that pecking order on Napier, Beamer, Drinks, and I put Pittman in there too.
3: Uh, Drinks number one. It's not even a conversation. No, he's he's very very good.
2: Uh, he's number one. Um. Mm-hmm. it It's listen. It's time, and it, it, it's time people acknowledge Missouri as a, as a power in the new era. It a power. That's what they are. It's,
9: That's gonna be hard,
6: man.
2: Well, start. <laughs> I'm. 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 I'm okay. flat, I'm, I'm flat right. telling you, Missouri's a power in this era. It might not last forever, but right now, today, they are a power. They have nil completely figured out. They have a massive. They're way ahead of most people.
9: Yo, you you paid fifteen million.
2: Yeah, they hours. have, and that's oh a conservative. My, that is a conservative number. That is a that is a real number. They have fifteen million dollars for their budget. That puts them in the upper echelon of of nil. Way ahead of people that you. Yo, way yo, ahead yo. of people that you think. Florida is of the world. Texas I is. Think-
9: yeah. I probably said more than Ohio State.
2: They're way up there. They're way up there. You you, you people can you, listen, I'm telling you, if you take nothing else from this show, you cannot judge programs today off what they were ten years ago. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It 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 completely doesn't matter. It's a completely different game.
9: Uh so do y'all think Levy has the seal in the drink with?
2: No, I don't think you can win at Mississippi State. Drinkwitz,
9: do you think he's good enough to kind of like shine through that a little bit? Do you think he
3: can do better than what Dan Mullen
2: did? Oh no, Mullen, God, no, 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 no!
3: It's nothing m- else. Just
2: because the era has really? changed, yeah. Mullen Mullin is in a different era. That era doesn't count. Throw it out. It's history. You can you can acknowledge the history. So you can said- respect the history. You can you can whatever the history, but it doesn't matter.
9: So well, if I put the over under for Jeff Libby at one and a half, and I say over under one and a half ten win seasons during his
2: tenure at um, Mississippi under, State, under 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 What over.
9: about nine? Under. If I said it at nine, under. really you don't you don't think he gets at least two nine win seasons? I don't. I don't think, the bowl game.
2: I don't think they have the money. Straight
3: coaches off your list. I think I'm going. Drinkwoods and it falls off a clip after there, but I think I'm going Napier-Lebby-Beamer.
5: See, what I, the talk, what what
9: what I was, uh, the reason I asked that question is because there's some talk that Lebby is better than Napier, even though he hasn't proved, proven it yet, that, you know, he's for sure can be a better coach than Napier. And I just found that interesting because, I mean, Na- Napier had, like, I mean, like Louisiana Lafayette-Napier, I mean, he was the golden boy you know, for a good little minute. I'm curious to see what makes of him if he can't can't turn it out at Florida. But now with this you Freeze thing, man, my gosh, bro, my gosh, my gosh. What was recruiting like within the state when he was there at Ole Miss?
3: Did a good job. State's always going to grab a couple.
9: As far as this, in... He was there obviously when the whole rubber rags things and all that stuff went on. He
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. But I mean, they He well, did a good you know, job of identifying I'm, 250 top 250 kids who had some sort of in to any level with old Miss. Mm, like I, LaQuan Treadwell's I don't high school teammate was Anthony Stanford got it got him. Kemichi obviously brother. Tunzel just did a damn good recruiting job and offered multiple scholarships. Was very creative. They were relatively efficient with recruiting. And inside the state, they did a really good job for the most part. They, 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 they did. They, they signed a lot of top I mean five guys. So, state I mean, was always going to get one or two, and they did. Jeffrey Simmons, those kind of dudes.
9: I mean more so from a, a drama standpoint. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't really talking. I know. I know. You know. He signed elite dudes and all that. I mean, were those recruitments how drama, dramatic, and dramatized were they compared to, like now, like looking back on it, did it does it seem like those recruitments had more drama to them? Because the well, only reason I'm asking is because I haven't seen anything like this within the state from a recruiting when it comes to Alabama and Auburn. I mean, you had. Auburn players on an Instagram live with a five-star recruit that just reclassified from Alabama, showing them thousands of dollars, talking about coming to Auburn. You know what's up? I'm like, I mean, it's, I mean, the, I haven't seen it like this before. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, is this is this what like something that I need to get used to or something like?
3: Yes, it's going to be dramatic. I think you. you Yes.
9: Yeah. Like Neil, I think you know what I'm, where I'm trying to come from because you've been in the state. The recruiting battles in in Alabama and Auburn, like they come to a point to where either, either side is like, all right, whatever, we'll go to the next key year. I think you 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 get what I'm going at. Sure. It doesn't seem it seems like that boundary is being crossed now, and I I just don't and I and I guess you can cross it in the NIL era, <clears throat> but that I mean I, I'm. I'm just curious to see to see how it plays out because, like I said, I I haven't seen the state from within, you know, be like be such have such dramatic recruitments. I know you had Ruben Foster tattoo Auburn on his arm and whatnot, but it's usually one player per cycle. It's not like this, and so that's why I was asking about you know because you guys had more knowledge of how dramatic the recruitments were back then and whatnot. So
2: he uh, he has a hard time well, letting go of a of a. A recruiting race, he 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 fights it to the end, even when it's a losing, even when it's a, little, a lost cause.
9: Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. This and look, man. I feel. I kind of feel bad for you, my guy Neil, because everybody had been you talking about. Everybody was on your butt about recruiting, and so you kicked it in the eighth gear, not even sixth gear, eighth gear, and you got stuff like the Kawun lace and stuff that just happened. Yep. Honestly, like, how does it make like? I know, I know. There's a part of you that's just like, you know what? I don't even know I want to cut. Like, like, what is what is the point of this?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I had a really good Kiwan Lacey story written. <laughs> I mean, it was really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say I have to go in and delete it. I, I don't know. I, I just think, I think, I think there's a segment of the. Fan bases, all the fan bases that lo- loved recruiting the old way, and are having a hard time mm. are having a hard time accepting that 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 thing is dead. it, does, it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore? It, it's a, there's a, just a, it's just a new it's it's new now. And so, like you know, in the old days, right, right, right now, Ole Miss people would be accusing Missouri of all sorts of wrongdoing. Nah, they just—they oh, just got him. I mean, they—they they just shoulders. They just won, and so it's a different—it's a different era, you know. I mean, I
9: and see Chase like after, like I listened to the pod this morning about one and a half times, man, and I, like, I'm like i I I lean with Chase just because, man, just with everything going on with college football, man, it just feels—it feels wrong, and I know feelings and all that stuff and whatnot, but. If you just look at everything, I mean you've got you know unlimited transfers, you got an undefeated power five getting left out the playoffs it's just it's it's just it feels wrong right now. it just feels wrong it doesn't even feel like i don't even like i guess i'm you know this is something we're gonna have to get used to but if if they keep asking us as fans to keep giving and giving, i mean at some point you know. Something has got to you know, something has got to give.
3: Something has got to give. It, I mean it's it's my whole premise is I just don't know I just don't see athletic departments completely giving in and never trying to fight back in any way. That's all. I mean that's that, 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 that's the reason. Um I guess it's related to you saying that about Florida State getting left out. I, I read something from Blake Toppenmeyer yesterday and I actually agree with him once I've said it, we didn't say this on the podcast. With the way these playoff rules are set up. Florida State's better off just staying in the ACC because you yeah. get these automatic bids. Yep. All you're doing is be better than Clemson.
2: Their, That's it. they literally deal is, their deal is they they don't think they can they don't think they can make up the financial difference.
9: Yeah. And so so what? They're just gonna make thirty million dollars a less and just be happy with
2: it? No they 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 don't they don't think it's. I mean, I know this. Everybody pushes back on this. I've, I've talked to people at these schools. They, they, they just don't. Can I play devil's advocate? They simply don't feel it's tenable.
3: What's the difference in the 30 million when it's not going to the players anyway? I'm just yeah. asking. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, an athletic department budget that's 210 instead of 180, but none of it's going to the players. And yeah. if I can get in the playoff, yeah, I'm just, My, just asking. No, no, it's, they, they it's would, a legitimate question.
9: They would argue that it's. They would argue that it's stuff for the players that the SEC is able yeah, to,
2: sure. you know, have
9: these extra amenities and things and whatnot for the players. To
2: That'd be, be the argument. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, we've hit the point where questions like you just asked, which is totally j- legitimate, you can't just answer them on the fly. You've got to stop and think and really look at a budget, down yeah. and study it, and talk about it before you can come up with an educated answer. And that that it's a, it's a legitimate question. It's very good. I I, I just don't I don't know
9: we so so would that be the case where they have gone from arguing about all how the SEC has these much bigger contracts to 18 2 years later uh whatever we'll just win the conference get in we'll you know the 30 million million less you know chase is right whatever
2: i i don't know that <laughs> i I don't know i mean I, it's hey, man. it's just a different world and and, and listen it's ever changing and it's been like this for a while now. We've talked about it and and, and Jeffrey brought up a great point this morning about who knows what T V money looks like five years from now, ten years from now. Whether- if the
9: football guys come if the football guys come down and say, Hey, look, one of these two things are gonna happen. It's either gonna be a full like train ahead into something you can't even fathom that college football is gonna be or it's going to regress, not fully back to what it used to be, but about seventy percent there, where players can only transfer once. But they're still they're still going to get some nil, but it's not going to be as much as nearly as much as it is, as it is right now.
2: I'm a firm believer that you can never get the toothpaste back into the tube. Just a philosophical belief that I have that it has been proven to be true over time we don't go backwards very much I, I i don't i don't think once you quote grant rights you can take rights away it doesn't work it's my opinion i, 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 I maybe i'm maybe i'm yeah. wrong i just that's my that's my belief that once you squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube you might as well use it because you can't get it back in there
9: All right, all right, all right. Okay then. Well shoot, man. I'm gonna keep enjoying the show and uh hope you guys have a happy holidays,
2: man. Later, Grind. Hey, hey, Merry too. Christmas to you, Grind. All, right. all right, we're gonna uh we're gonna wrap it there. We've we've been going a little longer than we normally go on Thursdays. Um in the event that this is our last tr- true hand raised guys of the year, uh Merry Christmas to everybody, happy new year. Uh we'll have uh two or th- we'll have three at least podcasts next week at uh MPW with uh Oxford Exxon podcast I know Tyler and I are going to do a crossover sort of a podcast I don't know what our plans for the end of next week are we'll figure it out probably not probably not much post uh, signing day again a big development tonight Kiwan Lacey commits to Missouri that's a uh, it's a a, a huge win for Memphis it is a huge loss a huge win for Missouri I should say a huge loss for Ole Miss Uh, He was a guy that uh, Lane Kiffin and and Ole Miss really wanted. This is uh, – it's a loss. It'll be curious to see how they transition from this. Uh, Dante Dowdell, the former Picayune running back in the transfer portal tonight out of Oregon, feels like that's probably a place they go, but I can tell you they did not feel as good about Dowdell a year ago as they did about Lacey. They thought Lacey was very much a Quinshawn Judkins clone sort of player. So Uh, big win. Uh, big win for uh for for uh, Missouri tonight so uh, thanks to everybody for uh, calling in appreciate everybody in the stream thanks to uh, comer and southern for sponsoring the show as always and uh, we will talk to you guys again soon until then take care